0: This is Ursula Hogan welcome you to News Extra on Scariff Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events that are happening in the area. The work of local ceramic artist Jane Seymour is becoming very popular. Jane currently has an exhibition of her work in Galway and Jim Collins chatted with her during the week about the exhibition and her work in general.
1: Now, I'm joined in the line by local artist Jane Seymour. Jane, you're very welcome again to Scarif Bay Community Radio.
2: Well,
1: thank you for inviting me. I've very honoured. Jane, uh, first of all, you're in the, the general Flagmount car area. So, Jane, am I correct in saying your work consists of ceramics?
2: Yes, I make my work out of clay and I fire it in my kiln and because i don't make anything functional um it's all sort of sculptural or art based ceramics
1: and have you always worked in ceramics or have you moved into that area from from a different area
2: well when i was much younger i ran a craft shop with my uh with my partner back in wales and i used to paint on silk and i used to paint on wood and make clothes and so I was I was always doing something with my hand creatively but it wasn't until I moved to Ireland about 28 years ago that I started um, turning my hands to stomachs really.
1: Yes and you know without delving into secrets or anything what's the, the process like? You start with, uh, with raw clay which you can buy in a shop, in an art shop etc.
2: Yes I buy bags of clay. I actually buy large amounts at a time um, from Scarver, which is a pottery supply store up in um, Northern Ireland. So I get, you know, a number, about 20 or 40 bags at a time and they deliver it. And um, I just take out as much clay as I need and out of each bag and begin working. And because it's been ready processed, it's it's beautiful. It's actually quite an expensive clay that I use and it's a very beautiful clay to, to use. It's It's lovely. Yes. Um,
1: yeah. And the, the pieces you make, I mean, we're we're used to. We'll say, many of us have seen pottery being made, you know, jars and bowls, etc. Uh, do you? Are you into that area, or are are your pieces more, we'll say, pieces of art?
2: My work are pieces of art. Really, you wouldn't use them at all. You'd put them on the wall or you put them on a the shelf or on a the table. Um, they're often quite large. Um, you know, I surprise myself really when I try and pick them up. <laughs> yes. Why, why, why do I pick up needle glint or something like that? Yes. So they're large and heavy on the whole, although I do make small pieces as well. I tend to work large because I use the surface of the clay as kind of a canvas really I draw into the clay before it's fired with... Yes. Um, uh, with a point, you know, actually I use a biro, the end of a biro. Yes. I just draw into three hands with my designs, which are based on, well, they're all figurative, so they're based on either the clothes or the ravens, which I'm I really attracted to as far as, you know, decoration. And also the human figure, which yes. I'm also attracted to as a design. So I draw into the clay surface and then I colour the surface with oxides. I don't use glazes. I don't like using glazes. But I like using oxides and stains and slips, which are sort of like a, a thin clay wash,
3: yes. which you can
2: put some colours in and so on.
3: Yes.
2: And then they're, they're multi-fired. That means that they're fired a number of times um, in my kiln I take it up to a very, you know, it's not a hugely high temperature. It's earthenware. I don't take it to stoneware temperature. Um, easier on my kiln and it's better for the colours as well. Yes. And um, in between each firing, depending on the effect that I want to achieve, I'll reapply oxides and stains, and maybe sand down a bit the surface, and so on. And sometimes up to five or six times they will be fired.
1: Yes. Um, so, so it's a process, uh, sort of a multi-layered process, uh, and you're you're working as you go along, um, and you you fire it each time.
2: Yes, exactly. And often I don't really know what I want to achieve. Yes. You know, until until I've achieved it really. Um so and a lot of it sort of hit and miss and trying a bit of this and trying a bit of that because I'm to be honest, I'm not well I'm self taught for a start. Um so I kind of make it all up as I go along bit. Yes. And because I'm really bad at taking instructions from anybody
1: <laughs> anybody So You're an independent lady. <laughs>
2: but i kind of quite enjoyed the sort of trying this and trying that and seeing what what happens at the end yes Um,
1: okay and uh, and the creative juices are flowing
2: yeah i mean they don't always flow sometimes i get really stuck and blocked yes but sometimes um, i mean particularly for this exhibition and kenny i was working really hard you know i've pretty much camped in my studio
1: Yes, and tell me, you do, um, we'll say, the, the work that you do and you describe there the work that, that you do and uh, the, the creativity that's involved. Do you do commission work as well?
2: I do. I have done. Um, it's, it's difficult doing commissions because people often have an idea of what they want and it doesn't always turn out to be exactly what they want. I'm more likely to sell from a gallery situation Yes. Um, such as the moment of the exhibition or various galleries dotted around the place.
1: I know. And I mean you mentioned the exhibition and, and you have an exhibition at the moment, I believe, in Galway, Jane.
2: Yes, it's in Kenny's bookshop and gallery, um, which is now it used to be in the centre of Galway and they've moved to Tomb Road. I think it's lists more in a estate. It's an industrial estate. Yes. But it's actually a fantastic gallery. It's a wonderful gallery space, and the, and then you've got, of course, the floors and floors of of books, the most incredible books, you know, rare books, old books, second-hand books, new books, anything you want, they will, you can dream of. They have so if you're a book lover, and you love reading, they're worth a visit. Yes. Um, but the exhibitions in there, and it's with, it's alongside Mike Byrne, who's a ceramic artist from Memerick, Yes. And he used to teach in Limerick College of Art and Design. He used to teach uh, pottery and design there. He's a yes, he's and ter- trained in design.
1: Is there is there a theme in your exhibition in Galway now, or or is it is it a a, a random collection of work?
2: Well, there's not a theme that we work towards as such. Um, I mean, we caught we might came up with the title form and surface because. It is about our work. Is about form, the shape, yes. and the surface decoration. Both of my works are about that. So it seemed a very good title. But we both know each other's work and how we work, and we just—I mean—we weren't sort of coordinating at all. We just knew that the other person would be making something that we would, we felt, would like, be would yes. like, and so yes. long. I knew that his work, our work, complement each other. Yes. They sort of contrast really quite. Um, uh, I don't know what the word is, but they contrast well, and they also complement each other. His work is quite different from mine. Yes. We both both our work is slab built, so that means rolling out slabs of clay and then building them up into sort of. His are quite architectural, really. Um, he he makes tall, not only tall, but abstract vessels, which he then layers with um, coatings of coloured slips and then sands them down to to reveal the different colours underneath. So they have an effect, a surface effect, a bit like lichen or moss or coral. They're really beautiful, very tactile, but quite quite pastel. A lot of the colours are pastel. And my work is quite moody and dark and intense and dramatic. So the two, two of our, um, you know, our ways of working with ceramics really worked well together. In fact, um, there's a review by Hilary Morley in Making.ie. She went to visit our work and she said, "Well, I have to quote this." Um, she says, um, "It is a comprehensive show of work by two of Ireland's leading artists." and um, she ends up with saying it's the most significant two-person ceramics show to appear in Ireland for years. And she applauds Kenny's and Galway for giving us a, it a whole calendar month in their exhibition schedule. Yes. So, you know, I well, wish it was a wonderful
1: interview. Well, that's very, um, I mean, that's reassuring and lovely to hear.
2: Well, it is. And it, it, it's encouraging because, you know, you need a lot of encouragement when you're working like this. Because yeah. you know, your work doesn't always sell, and then you sort of question yourself and you think, Well, should I actually be doing it? Mm.
1: And you're working on your own as well, I presume, much of the yeah. time, or nearly exactly. all of the time,
2: yeah, all the time, really. Um, so, uh, to have such a review and to have as, as many people, you know, applaud the work, which they have done, we've had some great support in the gallery. Okay, it's, it's great, great boost. Boost.
1: and it's uh, I believe it's going until the end of May is that correct
2: yeah it goes on to the 31st of May I think it actually comes down on the 31st so if anyone was going to see it then up to the 30th would be the best bet.
1: okay so hopefully uh, pe- definitely. hopefully people from your own patch will be when they're in galway they might drop out to kenny's uh to to have a look at it. the tell me something you're um outside of the exhibition uh how can somebody see your work or get in touch with you
2: well um i do have a website um i'm not very good at updating it i have to confess but i do have a website um which is dot
1: Okay, Seymour Um, um, com.
2: Yes, we just put up Jane Seymour Ceramics in Google and it'll come up. So there is a website, but um, also my work is in various galleries. Um, There's work in um, Kenny's, obviously, at the moment, um, down in Kenmare, and um, there's some work in Dublin, and, and around and about. Yes. And also, if people wanted to make an appointment, they'd be very welcome to come out. And see, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I work hard, and I'm, I'm, I like to work quietly, so I don't encourage people to just drop in. But if they were to, yes, if they were interested, seriously interested in looking at my work, then they'd be welcome to contact
1: me. And I presume your contact details are on your website, are they?
2: They are. My phone yes. number and my email is on is on the website.
1: Okay. Well, Jane, that's terrific. First of all. Uh, can I wish you every success with the exhibition that uh, that you have at the moment in, and it's in Kenny's Bookshop. What's the address again?
2: Well, it's it, it, if you Google Kenny's Bookshop, it'll show you exactly where it is at your Google Maps.
3: Perfect. Um,
2: but it's it in and I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Actually, Listmoren Estate on the just on the outskirts of Galway. Lovely. It's very very easy to get to.
1: Great. Well, um, I'm sure people, if they want to look for it, will find it easily. And um, listen, thank you very much for coming on and uh, can we wish you every success ongoing. And uh, do let us know, Jane, where you're, you know, from time to time where your work might be exhibited and uh, we'll let our listeners know also.
2: I will do, Jim. Thanks for calling me.
1: Not at all. Listen, great to have you on again. And uh, we look forward uh, to going to Galway and having a look at the exhibition. and goodness. <laughs> okay. Jane Seymour, many thanks. All
0: right. Okay, bye. The Clare Junior Camogie team were crowned Munster champions when they defeated Waterford in last weekend's final played at Park Rin in Cork, and the game was covered live on Scariff Bay Community Radio. After the game, the Munster Junior Cup was presented to joint Clare captains Sinead Hogg and Kate O'Gorman.
4: Before presenting the cup to the winning captains, uh... Please put your hands together to show your appreciation for both teams today. Please. Uh, I'd like to thank Park for the great facilities here today as well. Uh, to the referee and his officials, uh, well done, Colin. To both teams on a great display, uh, a great example for Camogie. Uh, in good spirits and a strong, tough game. And to the supporters of both counties, because without the supporters, we can't really have much games neither. So uh, a big uh, bull of us to the supporters as well. So before we present the cup to the giant captains, we'll uh, announce the player of the match there. And Marion Graham, our Carla delegate, is going to announce it there. Okay. Um, it was a hard task, and congratulate both teams in a fine display of composure. Uh, the score did not reflect the standard of play, but after much deliberation, uh, we have decided on uh, number six Kato Garman from Clare. So, without further ado, uh, we'll present the winning cup to the joint captains, Kate Garmin and Sinead Hogg.
3: He took half my speech, but I'll go on anyway. Um, thanks to Parky Rin for the facilities, absolutely super, and Munster Camogie for, for putting on um, a display. And thanks to Waterford for an excellent game, free-flowing game, and that's the way Camogie should be played. Um, just three cheers for Waterford. Hip hip. Hey. Hip hip. Hey. Hip hip. Hey. Hip hey. um, Where do we start? Thanks to all of our management, um, every single one of them, John, Connor, Ana, Colum, Brendan, Nicole, for coming along, and the number one kit man, Ronan Keane, here He's at every single training session, even if we're not there. And um, this group of girls down here, I want to say thanks a million for everything. This isn't just for us this year; this is for people yeah. gone past as well. Um, and a big shout out to Anne Marie McGann for sticking with she um, through thick and thin. So big cheers for Anne again. McGann. <clears throat> um, also, special mention: I know he's a Limerick man, but we'll take him anyway. Noel Dewey, thanks a million for keeping <laughs> us in check. Big thanks to Grania Travers, those diaries, you don't want to get rid of them, thank you. <laughs> um, and thanks to all the supporters, friends, family, everyone in between. Um, you've been absolutely super for supporting us, and the commitment through it all has been absolutely brilliant. So, Roland, the <laughs> you all, Ireland. Uh,
4: yeah. I have no more to say. Um, thanks, Diana, for giving our tip. Um, it's going to be a long year for this team. Um, we're not finished yet, and I want to hear you all roar now for our next team, and we're going to take two cups home to Clare. Pop the better!
0: You have been listening to News Extra on Bay Committee Radio. Join us again next weekend, and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarf Bay Community Radio.